Now, through the magic of technology, Coach John Salavantis joins us with his pregame salutations. Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Well, Bubba, I'm glad to be there. But uh, before we start, I want to offer my condolences to Scott Mitchell and his family. You know, Doug Mitchell, his dad, was commissioner when I first came to Hamilton. And it was Doug who presented that Grey Cup trophy to our uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats in 1986. Always a personable guy, always approachable. Uh, sad day to see uh, Doug Mitchell's passing. Canadian Football Hall of Famer in 2021 just recently, just days, I mean games ago against the Calgary Stampeders. We saw him walk by us, gave us a, a, you know, a friendly wave and hello. I mean, always respectful Canadian Sports Hall of Famer, Alberta Sports Hall of Famer, uh, and, you know, a guy that – and he also gave back to U Sports, which I always thought was really important. Has a award of the year named in his honor. He does. The semifinal of the national championship is is named the Mitchell Bowl after him. And uh, like like Coach Sal said, he he is just a, he's approachable guy. And, and it's not just the the big names. He, he you go to a game and you see him talking to to everybody. He remembers you. He remembers uh, he remembered every single like. He'd have so many different conversations. I'm just thinking, ah, this guy is so connected and so so loved and lo just gave gave his everything to football in so many different ways. His resume is, is incredible. And, uh, yeah, it's a huge loss for, for, for football, for the Mitchell family, uh, for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And, um, yeah, very sad day in, in the world of sports. There's no doubt in our best to Scott, uh, who we're so collect, uh, you know, see on a daily basis here at uh, – at the stadium, and uh, yeah, there's Tiger Cat fans that also are wishing that family their very best. Coach, let's talk a little bit about tonight's game that's going to happen just under an hour. You know, I mean, there's no doubt about it, and Andy just talked about it in terms of the scheduling of this game coming off two practices. How, as a coach, would the Tiger Cats be prepared for this matchup against a high-powered offense? Well, you and Andy were just talking, Bubba, about the uh, difficulty of the, not only <clears throat> excuse me the starting time, but uh, the second half of the ball game uh, is twelve o'clock, twelve thirty uh, Eastern time. In uh, in my uh, opinion, you know, uh, most players will wear down a little bit in that second half, but you cannot make that as an excuse. Uh, the Hamilton has to go out there and they have to play a clean game, no turnovers, no sacks. They've got to have high percentage second down conversions, uh, you know. So you just got to to uh, dig deep and, and uh, make sure your body can can take it. And if it were me, you know, I defensively I'd, I'd go with a game plan that Winnipeg had against the uh, Lions. Uh, you know, they held uh, the running back Butler to eight carries for thirty three yards. And they kept that quarterback work in the pocket. Uh, you know, in the first three games, work rushed 15 times for 180 yards. Versus Winnipeg, they had one carry for minus four. So, you know, I really think that uh, if the Ticats do anything uh, tonight, those are the same kinds of stats they have to have coming out of this ballgame. Coach, I mentioned uh hoping to keep things simple and focus on your strengths. How, how many changes would you make as a coach uh, to the scheme in a, in a two-practice week, in a short five-day week like this? Well, I don't think you have to. Uh, you know, Andy, 
you know there's a big enough playbook that you can use whatever you want uh, in a particular game. But I, I would think that what they would want to do is uh, defensively, like I said, you know, they, they need to contain Rourke, not allow him to get out of the pocket, uh, be able to cover down on, on the deep routes. Uh, the Lions are missing a couple of pieces in, in the receiving core. Uh, if they can just stay simple on the defensive side, but at the same time put enough pressure on uh, Rourke and not allow him to get outside and extend plays, they'll be okay defensively. Offensively, I wouldn't change uh, what uh, the Ticats did basically against uh, uh, the Red Blacks. You know, uh, they they can come out in that ball game and do pretty much the same things they always do. And, and you said it earlier, play to your own strengths. Don't worry about the other team. Worry about your own strengths and play to them. They might be missing a few pieces, but still, uh, make no mistake, a lot of weapons on that BC BC Lions uh, offensive attack. Um, on the other side, though, the, the offensive line for the Hamilton Ticats is the same lineup for two games in a row, which I believe is the first time this season. Uh, how much of a benefit will that be for them? It'll be a great benefit. And if you noticed uh, in that game uh, against the Red Blacks, in the first half especially, they used a lot of what we used to call tackle over. They would move Kelly from the left side of the offensive line to the right side outside of Van Zyl, and they were using a Gibbons as a tight end on the other side. So they had a big formation which helped protect Evans and give him a little more time to throw. Uh, yes, you might uh, lose one receiver in that situation, but at the same time, if you protect the quarterback, he has an opportunity to get the ball downfield. Coach, we saw a glimpse of what Don Jackson can bring to the table uh, at the tail end of last year. And he was a game-time decision, but we do see him warming up. He is cleared to play. Uh, he, he got some action last game after missing a few games with injury. How much of a factor does he need to be for the Ticats to make a run uh, into the middle part of the season here? Well, I don't remember the exact stats from the last game, but he had a number of carries and a number of receptions that totaled 70 yards. So that that's a 70-yard uh, production out of your uh, running back is good production in, in any ball game. You'd like to see him get 100 yards in a game, but at the same time, he showed the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. That's something that uh, early uh, Thomas Erlington uh, also has the ability to do. So between the two of those guys, they need to put up at least 70 to 100 yards of offense between them. There's no doubt. I mean, the, the Hamilton rushing game is led by Dane Evans and Matt Schultz with a 135 yards. That's certainly got to change. Hey, looking at that defensive line, and I know you talked a little bit about it, a foot injury to defensive lineman Mo Diablo has kind of opened the door for second-round draft pick Anthony Federico and Chris Malumba. I'm looking at the, the lineup. I'm seeing nine uh, defensive linemen. Um, I guess there's going to be a heavy rotation there tonight. Well, I would think so because Rourke is a, a drop-back quarterback. He's a guy that's uh, thrown for, what, 1,300 yards in four ball games. So you know he's going to put the ball in the air, so you've got to have a pass rush. I think tonight you've got to look at Hauser. Hauser in the last ball game showed that he can get to the quarterback. Put him up against uh, the uh, defense uh, offensive line and let him rush. 
turn him loose and let him go for the quarterback and be able to contain him at the same time. Uh, I, I think the rotation has to be there in order to keep those legs fresh going into the late uh, part of this ballgame. With his pregame salutations, he is John Salavandis. Coach Sal, thanks for checking in. You're more than welcome, Bubba.